1: This is your interim host Howard Morgan filling in for Stro Maestro, um, who is still recovering. Um, I did talk to him, you know, a little bit ago earlier today. Um, he does miss everybody. Um, he is getting better, um, and he just wanted to you know, convey to you, the listeners out there, that he misses everybody, and you know, he will try to get back here um, just as soon as he's able. And. Um, I'm a little bit of, at, at a loss. I, I I thought we were going to do one thing on the show, um, and that was, you know, obviously we, we heard earlier this week the passing of the icon, if I will, the legend uh, Terry Funk. I'm passing away at the age, I believe, of 79, um, and we were going to, and we're still going to kind of talk about um, Terry Funk and his career and the the impact that, that he had on um the, the world of professional wrestling. Of course, his father being Dory Funk Sr., his brother being Dory Funk Jr., um great wrestling family, a lot of history there, especially through Texas and, you know, the the Midwest, actually really all over the world, but, you know, starting in Texas and kind of covering, you know, a lot of the United States and over in Japan, and really was just a a superstar, you know, Everywhere he went. Um, to me, he's one of those guys that, you know, growing up and watching the, you know, the old Mid Atlantic championship wrestling, you know, championship wrestling from Florida, um, you know, in those old territory days, um, uh, he was one of those really, you know, believable guys. You know, when, when he spoke in his promos, you know, you believed that, you know, he was one of the craziest men in the business. Um, and he was just an incredible talent. Um, you know, he had a, he had runs in almost every major promotion, you know, out there, um, and you know was very very successful. Um, really instrumental in bringing ECW, you know, uh, you know to what it was to the prominence that it had, um, you know, and really really did leave his mark on. I, I can't even you know start to list the amount of wrestlers that he either influenced or, or those that kind of tried to not only really say steal in a negative way, but steal a little bit of, of Terry Funk and put it into their character, you know, he, and you know, all the things that he'd done, he done, he was a great promo. He was great in the ring. He could wrestle. He could fight. He could really do it all. I mean, we will we'll talk about Terry Funk a little bit later in the hour because I believe, you know, we'll end the show, you know, talking about Terry Funk, um, but unfortunately, you know, earlier today, probably, I don't know, about three hours ago, we learned of the passing of Bray Wyatt at the very young age of 36. Um, real shock. I, and I know, you know, he's had his ups and downs in the in, in the in the wrestling business. You know, he's he was out he was out for a while, then he came back and he had the the whole Uncle Howdy thing going. It looked like he was going to start something um uh, I believe with uh Bobby Lashley and then he's off t v again, and we really didn't know what was going on. I know he'd been sick for a while. I don't know if the the sickness was you know part of what played you know into into him dying you know I don't know there's a lot of speculation out on the on the internet um but you know just uh, passing at the very young age of thirty six is just kind of shocking. Um if you want to call in, you know, the callers are lining up, you can call in at 914-338-1885. Um, and we'll try to get you in, you know, just as soon as possible. Um, right now, joining me um, right now is the one and only Rat Boy. Hey Rat Boy, what's going on, buddy?
2: He's got the whole world in his Yes, in the eater the of worlds. World, world, in his hands. man, that was one of the best songs ever.
1: You know, I, I I liked, I liked the original Bray Wyatt with you know coming out with the lantern and it being very dark. Um, yes, yeah. I like yeah. Bray Wyatt. You know, and I you know I, I got a little aggravated with them kind of teasing. You know. His comeback and it not really happening. I guess now we understand kind of why. It, it looked like he was really and, – and then we have heard it, you know, week after week for, gosh, I mean, it feels like an eternity now. But we heard week after week that, you know, he's very close to coming back. And then, you know, Triple H puts out, I don't know, probably around 6 o'clock Eastern time that, you know, um, he got a call from Bray's father.
2: Yeah, um, and, like and, you, and 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 you you talked to me about it, and I went to this uh, another talk show, okay, and they were saying that that this is how he died, and you know? all, and I went to go check it out, and that's how he died, a heart attack.
1: Yeah, it's it's it really is a shame, I, you know. I don't know what his his health issues were, you know. I, I you know he again he was an incredible talent, um, huge potential, you know really goes down you know, and I know he's still young, but one of those, you know, what ifs, what if he you know, you know, we talk a lot of what ifs about a lot of people, you know, Magnus t a and you know, the Von Erickson, you know, we talk about Eddie Guerrero and Ben Waldo you know, relatively young. But, you know, he is really a what if. You know, especially in the WWE, I thought he had a a good career ahead of him, you know, when he when he came back. Um, I'm just, um, I'm at a loss for words for once, and usually, I you know, I always have something to say, yeah, but...
2: It, it, it's crazy, you know, it's shocking to me, too, you know, I don't know what to say about the guy, you know, he coming back, all of a sudden, what, what I've been saying for the last couple, couple of weeks now about the COVID, it's still out there, right? And that's, and that's one thing that he had, COVID, okay? And he had a heart attack on top of it. Okay, that's all I have to say. I told everybody he yeah. still out there, but they don't believe me. You know? No, and, and you and, know. I, and if you go to Bray Wyatt and cause of his death, you want to see the word COVID right there. Okay? Yeah, no, I
1: I, I just see it. Um. It says it revealed that his illness was, you know, COVID related, which exacerbated a, an existing heart issue, um, mm-hmm. you know. It's just you know I, you know it seems like just two or three weeks ago we heard that he was you know gearing up to to, to kind of make a comeback and 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 hopefully mm-hmm. do you know some big things in, in the WWE. Um, but you know, and I think some of, some of the character got a little bit goofy before um, he was released, you know, and eventually rehired. But you know, I I really do think that you know. He had, you know, uh, unlimited potential. You know, the whole Wyatt family was. First of all, they were creepy. They were very creepy looking. Um,
3: yeah, I think it yeah, sold sure t- I think
1: made for great television. Um, I like the Wyatt family. Uh, I w- I was kind of on the fence about you know the the scene. I, they really know how to you know how to take that. I think you know. It, I'm not sure what they were trying to do there. I think they should have stuck with you know, the original, you know, early, you know, two thousand ten yeah. area, two thousand twelve, fourteen area with with that Bray Wyatt family and and I and I know, you know, um Wyatt was really the, the 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 last one standing, but you could have you could have interchanged, you know, the, the family at that point, you know, it it did have that kind of backwoods kind of um feel to it. I know, you know, Rowan Harper being there. You know, really added to it, but you know, I think that you know, you know, with, even with them two leaving, you could have replaced them with, with with other performers, and and I think it would have worked. Um, but again, you know, I'm really at a loss. I, you know, I I don't know, you know, what happens next with you know with, with the Wyatt family. I'm not, I'm not really sure. You know, I'm. Um, I'm I'm just I'm just at a loss. This one kinda hit <laughs> hit a little hard. You know, yeah, maybe it's, it, a, it's it, because it's on the heels of Terry you know, Trump, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, cool, you know, one after the other. You know, who's the third one? Okay, that's all I have to say. Who's the third one? They're coming through right.
1: I I know man, but I, I don't know if I could take a, a, a third one, you know. But... Yeah,
2: I mean either. Like I got one year, you know what I'm saying? One after another on a month, you know?
1: Yeah, no. And and somebody else
2: passed away all of them.
1: You know, we've (laughs) lost a lot, it feels like, a lot lot of my my childhood, you know, going back to, you know, superstar Billy Graham passing, you know, and, you know, now Terry Funk. And Terry Funk was one of them guys that I absolutely (laughs) believe (laughs) That's the thing that he was saying, and I believe that if he said he was going to do something, it, it was going to be at least as bad as he said it was going to be, if not worse, uh, just because of, you know, the believability in him. And I and I I, I had that feeling with, with the original version of, you know, Bray Wyatt. You know, I thought that's what made him, you know, believable. I believe that's what kind of made him, you know, the fans cheer or, or boo for him, you know, um, you know Bray Wyatt was a believable character i think that you know he he pulled that off well um you know he he had a lot of great matches um and i, had, I actually forgot that you know he was um part of the you know the original nexus you know in, in the beginning i yes i completely forgot about that yeah,
2: uh, you know. I remember. And uh, like I remember. I, I watched that still when he came on, and I said, "Right." A, I said, "I said this guy looked for his form. You know, got lies and all." And I looked it up, I didn't know it was uh, Mike Ricondo's son. That's like, I found Yeah. Out.
1: Yeah. No. I yeah. I had to look it up, you know, because I mean, he's always he was always a big guy, you know, always mm-hmm. seemed to be, in, you know, in. In at least wrestling shape, you know, I, I, you know, I again, you know, this is one of them that just kind of, kind of hit me a little harder than, than most, you know, I was, you know, I was a little upset, you know, hearing about Terry Funk, and we'll get into him a little bit later, um, but then to be followed up by, you know, by Bray Wyatt, I mean, 36 years old, I, it's just way too young, and it's just way Way too young, and again, just an incredible talent. Uh, you know, a great performer, um, and you know, I, I think no matter where where he would have gone, you know, if, if he had a you know a post WWE career, I think he would have found success really anywhere um, he would have went. Um, but he will, you know, he will definitely be missed. I'm, I'll be interested to see what WWE does tomorrow night for Bray Wyatt. I'm sure it'll be a little bit more. Um, Than a two or three minute video package because um, I mean now they have to kind of you know and I would think they would have to stack up you know Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt you know in that same program um, at least they should they should do at least do something on TV for mm-hmm. both of them um, they both you know mm-hmm. they both have earned it they both deserve it they both deserve the recognition yes,
2: they, they both earned it you know, there's, one and, like, uh, there's one person I like there's one I like to see. Might be on it tomorrow, okay. But I'm not sure I might videotape it from her house. Alexa Blitz. She had a big role in with Bray
1: Wyatt. Yes, she did. Um yeah, and it'll be interesting to you know, if they if they if she says anything. Um again I'm you know, I'm sure they'll have especially with, with Bray Wyatt still being a current superstar, you know, I'm sure they'll have Backstage segments, you know, with people giving their their thoughts and their condolences to their family. Um, So there should be a a pretty interesting SmackDown. You know, it mixed in with everything else, um, you know, going on, you know, with the bloodline and and everything else. Um, But one thing I did like about, you know, uh, last Friday's SmackDown was, you know, Edge's um, final match, I thought it was, you know, I should say final WWE match. I'll I'll put it that way. Um, I still believe he's got a little bit left in the tank. I believe he's probably got probably another two or three years left. I think he can make a good run, whether it's – whether the WWE does something with him, you know, in a couple of months if they restructure the contract. No, no,
2: no. No, No, I, I heard that. There's rumors going around that he's going to AEW for a while. Yeah, well, wherever he goes next, whether, again,
1: whether it's AEW or he re-signed a small contract WWE, I think that will be his last hurrah, wherever he goes. Because, again, he, he put on a heck of a match with James. I thought it was great.
2: I mean, well, he can I guess still we go. Find he, out, I guess we find out on uh, an all-in if he shows up or not, because that's where he's supposed to be showing up at, at Runway Stadium this weekend of all-in.
1: Yeah, but I... I, I
2: I thought that I heard that there wasn't enough time
1: between, you know, for there's no compete clause and everything else for him to go to AEW that fast. Unless unless he doesn't have that, and I would be surprised if he didn't, if he didn't have that stipulation in, you know, in his in a contract. contract. Yep. So, you know, you know, I don't know. I wasn't there when, when, when the details were worked out. He very well may not have it in there. I um, mean, if he shows up at AEW, I think that will, you know, that will tear that stadium down. I think, you know, I, I think that would that would be a, a tremendous push for AEW. I, you know, I think it'll be great for the crowd. I think, you know, they have what eighty some thousand people there. You know, I, that place. If, if he steps out and just makes an appearance, that place will explode. And you know, and, and they will go nuts as soon as his music starts. If they, you know, and he walks out, and, and, you know, I think that'll be, you know, big for them. But I do think, yeah, I'm just
2: waiting. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a spoiler alert out there. Okay, like I see, WWE might be suing AEW for talking about them in the ring. That's MJF been talking about different wrestlers from the WWF, WWE, plus last night, when I start watching it, they showed a picture of uh, the passion of, of uh, Terry Spoke. I said, wait a minute. Why are they showing it on this program? He never wrestled on that program.
1: No, you know he didn't, but I don't you know, think him. At that point, you know, you're just recognizing him you know, especially for the locker room for, you know, especially for some yes. of the older guys that are there, you know, you're recognizing his, his accomplishments. Cause I, I don't know if, if Terry Funk still had like a legend's contract with WWE or not. So he's not, if he didn't, then he's really not bound to, you know, that, you know, being shown outside of WWE television. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it'll, It'll be interesting, though. You know, it'll be interesting to see and how.
2: It, 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 and uh, next one, is they show a picture of Very Wyatt passing away, that means WWE is going to go after him. But yeah, I that, that
1: would be interesting. I, you know, I I think AEW should, you know, I, because, again, you know, with Laron and Harper going over the AEW, you know, it it, it kind of all fits together. You kind of can connect them dots, you know, very, very quickly. I don't know about the legality of it. I don't know. I mean, they could use his real name. They they don't necessarily have to use, you know, the the, the Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. name per se. You know, they can mention him as you know as a person. You know, and yeah. you know they they could kind of skirt around if there's any you know legal issues there with you know trademark or copyright infringements or or any of that stuff um you know you know and i really don't know i mean i'm not an expert on contracts or how they're drawn up um but it it would be interesting to see how they handle it you know on their next um on AEW's next um television program which is what saturday nights i believe
2: i think it is yeah
1: so it'd be interesting you know and, you know i you know i got I got, you know, I got my feelings about it. I think, again, I think it would be great if AEW did something. And I'm really interested to see how, you know, the the WWE handles, you know, the whole situation, you know, with these two guys. One, you know, definitely, you know, an icon, definitely a legend, you know, and the other, you know, very much a current, you know, WWE superstar, very much still, you know – in the spotlight, you know, if you want to say it that way, you know, he was still an active character, you know, so he, you know, he can very well be, you know, pushed that way. And, and I think WWE is going to do a lot, you know, I think they should spend a little bit of time on both actually a couple minutes on Terry Funk and a couple minutes on, on Bray Wyatt, you know, and I I hope they
2: do. Okay. I found out. Okay. About Edge. He cannot go there. Not until the end of September. His contract is ends up in September.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's the end of September, and then you, they usually have like a 90 day yep. no compete call. So if you're off, October, November, December, you're talking the beginning of the year before he you know he can you know appear on on television. But you can drop hints or you can try to make inferences. You know to you know to him coming and but not really say his name or um, you know just drop hints on television you know every couple of weeks or, or show a, a small you know 15 or 20 second video clip that kind of look like edge maybe you know maybe it is maybe it isn't to, to kind of keep the crowd interested so we don't forget about. You know, edge. You know, in three months from now, so that that buzz and that excitement is is there, and that buildup. You know, <coughs> con- me, continues to build. You know, into January, but again, I don't know what his yeah. contract reads. Um, I don't know the the exact specifics, but I I I do want to see him again. I do believe he's still got a couple of years left. Um, put on a heck of a match with Sheamus. It was hard hitting. It was intense. You know, there it, it was a lot of, you know, near falls. There was a lot of of excitement in the match. I don't think there – the only thing that I, I, I didn't like about the match is I think there was too many commercial breaks between in – in the match itself. They would they would show, you know, three or four minutes of the match and then go to two or three minutes of commercial and come back and do three or four minutes of the match again. And it, it seemed too broken up um, on it. Mm-hmm. I, I believe he deserves a little bit better. I believe, you know – it, that match should have been kind of like a limited commercial interruption kind of thing. And if anybody can do it, WWE's got the money <clears throat> to do it, and, and I, I think they kind of dropped the ball there. And, again, I don't know who was in charge of, of that, who produced that segment, but, you know, again, hindsight being what it is, I think they should have done it a little more, a little more match time and a little less, you know, commercial time. And I think it was, right. that would probably be a little bit
3: better.
2: But. It was his last match. You know, he's done it in his hometown. You
3: know, right. it's wonderful.
2: You know, they, they right. should have kept it going. No, no right. promotion we got but, ever. But you,
1: you promoted it as his last match. Again, it, you know, it's in his home stadium. His home crowd is there. He came out with the Toronto Colors, you know. I think they
2: they, uh, they did him that, a little
3: that, bit of a disservice. I
2: believe that he uh, debuted in that ring too. They in what? his hometown, his debut in his hometown too.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I would have, I would have to go back and, and and look into it. But that would have been interesting if he kind of starts and ends his career, you know, in in the it's, same arena or in the same town. Um, mm-hmm. That would have been a little, you know, a little neat idea to do. Um, Let me let me get to this next caller, Ratboy. Hold on. Go ahead. You're on WCW Retro. How
4: how y'all doing? Good, man. What's going on, buddy? Oh, I'm just in shock about Bray Wyatt.
1: Yeah, I think everybody is. You know, I I had a an outline kind of formatted, kind of centering around Terry Funk, and we talk a little bit of wrestling, you know um outside of very fun you know little, just a couple of hours ago as we're kinda of getting ready for this you know we hear of, of you know Bray Wyatt testing and it,
4: mm-hmm. it just kinda of
2: shocked me a little bit.
4: Yeah. Um yeah, well I got to see one of one of Bray Wyatt's last matches. like uh, well before everything had happened, I got to see him out uh, with that Survivor series last year when he beat when he beat LA Nudd. Okay. So okay. Yeah, that was a start. Yeah. yeah. You know, that was an awesome match. Now he always he always had, there, there was a, there was only a couple of
1: matches that I didn't really like. I didn't like that that pitch black match did with John or whatever it was. Um, yeah, you know, I, I didn't like the 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 firefly match or whatever they did at one of the WrestleManias. I liked him as the original backwards kind of Bray Wyatt you know, character, you know, now, and one, the kind of creepy I guy.
4: The, um, one of the feuds I remember of Bray Wyatt was one of Seth. The, the, that really changed the, cor- changed the course of Seth's career, basically. After that feud, he had with Bray Wyatt.
1: No, absolutely did. Absolutely. And I, I think Bray was a heck of a performer. You know, I think he could do it in the ring. You know, yeah. set for a bigger guy was you know, he almost feel unbelievable, but he did. You know, for a bigger, for a larger guy, oh, small as he was, he wasn't like tall and he was very wide. But Brendan's him to be able to move around the ring like he did was, Speaking was unbelievable.
4: Speaking of Seth, um, I've been hearing a lot, a lot of things that uh, since Seth had, had come out talking about his uh, the problems with his with his back. Um I've been hearing uh I've been hearing stuff that he may drop the belt to Shinsuke at, at payback. Uh
1: yeah, I I heard that I think I saw that yesterday. Um you were know, talking about his back problems and this that that's that, that in the sense any injury that they, they suffer in the in ring, you know, could potentially be serious. Um but it vacuum is, is is really nothing to allow this, man, that, that could really really example your ability to, to walk to, to to really make a living.
3: <clears throat> so, you uh, know, and I think you know
4: I've been hearing he's been been I've been and he's been in a lot a lot of pain and uh, there's been been some reports that he's been having some problems walking like he's been been in a lot of pain over the past few weeks and uh, I think he drops the belt here goes to get back surgery and comes back after having back surgery in 16 months.
1: Yeah, now and, and as much as you know you as as a performer I imagine you want to um kind of. Stay around and, and say, you know, I think he's looking you know, a little bit down the road. And, um,
3: and uh, you know, I need I to do what's best for, for myself, what's best for, um,
1: you know, career and, and, you know, his longevity, really. And if, like you said, if that mean dropping about the, the sensei and taking, you know, a, a year and a half off here. We're gonna take the recover and then, you know, come back you know, I think that's what he's going to do.
4: Um I was just wondering I was wondering, uh, I was wondering uh, have you heard anything, anything else from from Strode? Because I was wondering how he was doing.
1: Yeah no actually I we were messaging a little bit earlier today. Um he's getting better. Um you know day by day he's getting better. He's taking one day at a time, obviously. Um, but you know, he, he does miss he, you know, he missed everybody, and you know, he, he wants you know to come back. But he, you know, he doesn't. He doesn't want to rush. He doesn't want to rush. You know, coming back um, for just for the sake of coming back. Um, but again, he does miss everybody. He does thank everybody for their thoughts and their prayers and and everything else. So miss everybody. So, you know, he's getting better.
3: So,
4: that's good,
1: That's you know, so, Yeah, no, you mean, know,
3: he's, I think it's getting much, much better.
4: And, and Terry Funk passing away, that, that's another another big shocker. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk to – I was kind of saving that
3: for
1: for our next hour because, I mean, it, we have such a lengthy career. Um, again, you know, I'll, I'll go with you – know, uh, I don't want to the amount of people that careers are influenced, the wrestlers he's trained, and, and people kind of take the and all of the you know matches that he's had really worldwide. You know, worldwide, um, uh-huh. you know I, I, I looked up a little bit of him. You know, he started wrestling, I believe, in 1959. Is when he started. And you know, he just kind of you know, took off from there. Um you know, one of them, you know, believable guys, one of them, you know, guys you could, you could believe and and kind of either get behind, you know, in fear or you know, you booed the crap out of him. And he could he could evoke any kind of emotion out of you that he really wanted to. You know, he's definitely one of the times – you hear the word icon around a lot. seen you know, around a lot. Um, <laughs> just, just, you know, Terry Funk was every bit of an icon and definitely, you know, a legend. Um, you know, people just kind of forget that you know, in his early career, um, he could wrestle, he could wrestle um, really with the best of them. He wasn't always a brawler, you know, you know, as he would say, middle there um, was a technically sound wrestler that could fight as well, and is a throwback to to those guys that were, you know, were legitimate tough guys in the business. And there aren't many of them left. And I'm not saying that that these that these tough performers aren't aren't tough and right, but I believe it was a different kind of toughness. You know, you know, from you know, the 50s and the 60s up to like the early early 80s, mid 80s kind of level and a different toughness these guys.
4: I noticed. I noticed that they're starting to starting to have JD McDonough more and more involved in Judgment Day stuff. I have a feeling he's going to be a member of the group before end of year. That that yeah that that that's the rumor
1: is, uh, and there, I heard different different news with, with McDonough coming in, and I've even heard that you know, McDonough coming in and believe it or not, Priest moving out or Balor moving out. One of them two. Um please Which I think would be great if you can do a relief.
4: Yep. And uh yeah, uh um yeah, Raw this week is very interesting, you know, and and then you know and uh you know, and then SmackDown um, was all right. Uh, the Edge match, I agree. The match should have been shown during commercial break. Like, they should have shown what was happening during commercial break. They, like, they should have went, They should have did nine minutes in their commercial, then nine minutes in their commercial.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they should have done a little bit more um, of the match than all of, 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 of the commercialism that they Guys, it's crazy. You know, you've been in 25 years with the company, so you, you, you're kind of over him.
4: It's crazy that they do commercial break on NXT. They show their commercial break on some of the matches. They uh, uh, Money Night Raw and, and, and SmackDown should show, some, like, like, not all the matches, but some of their big matches, they should show their commercial break, like, what happens during their commercial break. But no, they go to commercial break. Yeah, they, yeah, they
1: just, you know, and they can put it, you know, in, in the in the lower corner of the screen so you can see what's going on while you're watching the commercial. Even if you do that with this, I'd
4: have been a little happier. So uh, did you watch – did you, watch, uh, did you uh, check out NXT from Tuesday? Man, that made the van with Carmel Hayes and Wesley. Oh, my God. That that was – oh, my God. That's probably be one of matches of the year.
1: I was going to say, that was probably one of – I don't want to say that. There's been a lot of good ones, but that had to be probably top three that NXT has put out this year. Easy top three, I think.
4: There's so many near falls in that match. It, it, it looked like at one point Wesley was about to, about to do the pull the upset until he hit that until he did, went for that move and hit that fan That's what that's what did it right there. I think Wesley was hurt.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, you might, you might be right. You know, I, I, I haven't heard anything, you know, about it. So, you know, why the, you know, all this kind of plays out. I mean, it was, it, it was really wasn't me, like, um, you know, and the credit that were, you know, kind of put that together and, you know, accredited both performers for putting up, you know, an excellent match and really kind of tearing it out. that I've mean, done a lot, but. It really did. I mean, it was, just, it was just a phenomenal match, and I think that's why you, you brought more people in to watch it.
4: Yeah, and the Kree brothers being back next week. I'm facing the Dyad, and if they win, they get her back in NXT. Man, um, that's gonna be a steel cage match. That's gonna be a very good match next week.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely it is. Um, you know, I, I was excited to see all those, you know, the um, you know. Chad you know, I think that was a big boost. I, I like Chad Gable. I've always been a fan. I really didn't like the comedy thing he was doing with Otis, but I understand it, you know. But right. I thought he was like the heck of a performer. I you know, I think he's a, a, an underrated and
3: underused
1: performer. I think he deserves a run with, with the city, the Intercontinental title, or the you know, U.S. title, you know. I. <laughs> I wouldn't see him win something you know, before the end of the year.
4: Uh, I, honestly, I think what's going to happen is Austin Theory somehow, some way is going to regain the belt. He's going to cheat by winning somehow. You think so? Yeah, he's going to like do a handful and handful of ties or something, hold onto the rope when he pins Rey Mysterio in the rematch and wins the title back. Yeah, I I wasn't I wasn't too excited on Rey Mysterio winning
1: the U.S. title. I, it just... I don't know. You, you should just, put in the, in the card that you can, you know, eat, that you could do that with.
3: You know, I don't know why they...
1: They picked Ray Mysterio. That's doing something with the LWO to, to kind of split them up, or... I, I don't know what their thinking is. I really don't
4: know. Um, uh, They should have went with L.A. not one in the title.
1: I would love... I, I'm a big L.A. guy. I, I think he's great. I think... You know, again, he he he's, he's great right on the mic. He, you know, he's he's got very good. You know, the stuff
4: with the miss, awesome. the, cool? the, the, the stuff with the miss, as a way, man, that's been very entertaining.
1: It's very yes, it, yes and it I is. Think, yes, it is.
4: I love. Yes, they're compliment each other. Yes, wouldn't it be something? This feud turns out, that they put them as a tag team. Just imagine what they could do. <laughs> you know, that that would almost that would almost
1: work. I, I think that they they have that kind of uh, like reluctance to work you know, there's always that tension that they don't really trust each other and I think they could go on a nice tag team run for about eight months of the year and be very successful. Um yeah, and whether or not tag team titles or Come very very close to it before they split up, but, but you know that I, I I I would think LA Knight being the tag team champion, you know I again I think he's one of them guys that deserves you know a title run some sort. Um, um, you know within the, the company I think he's earned it.
4: I think he's proved himself. Off. He comes um, oh. with great all around the humor. Uh, another match that I'm concerned about is is the Rhea versus Raquel match. I have a feeling they're going to have Rhea drop the belt to Raquel. Raquel, really, wow. That I would be a
3: shock the, I mean, uh, was Yeah, i
4: got a funny
2: now. feeling that's going to happen. i got a funny feeling, too, that's going to happen.
4: So we're going to get three matches out of that, and Rhea wins the belt back, and then uh, that'll be the end of that feud. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would definitely see. That. I would just be shocked if that's how if that's the direction they went in. I well, think because they, remember, they need to remember she's got knee problems.
4: Remember, she's got knee problems, and I think that would be a reason why they would take the belt off because she's not been been having very many televised matches because of her knees. Like they've had her on a limited basis. Hmm. Okay. No. That, Right. I heard them, and I heard that a while ago, and I thought I thought their knee problems
1: were kind of, you know, but I guess they're not.
4: It's because, and she's not wrestled much at the house shows either. Like, she's not re- really had any matches in, uh, in like, weeks. It's because she's hurt. They're trying to keep her on a limited basis. Trying to keep her from getting injured. And I, I just have a feeling there is going to have. I have a feeling we're going to have two new world champions after after, after, after payback. Seth loses to Shinsuke because of his back, and Rhea loses the title because of her knees. Yeah. I think And I
0: can
2: I can see that happen. I can see that happen because one uh, of those mornings comes back. Yeah, you know, I think it's going to be a good move against uh, Regis. That's, that's what's
4: going to happen. I just hate it, though. You know, they give Seth the belt. He finally gets the world title after a four year, four long years. And then his back is... And they give it to him, he gets the title right at a bad time where he has a bad, a bad his back is messed up. And, and I hate it for him. I really do. His, his title has been good, but the fact is stuff with the Judgment Day.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think his matches have been great. Um, you know, and, and he's defending it as often as he, as he has, you know, and you know, it's really done, you know, to, to kind of promote that title and kind of you know, to the front. Because, you know, I, I you know, it's a shame that because of an injury, you know, he may have to drop the title. And, and, you know, but we'll see. we'll see what happens, you know, I.
2: I, I, got an, I got an update on something, okay, a Hall of Famer, okay, Andy Kaufman Earned uh, his, uh, his story today on a, on a uh, walk of uh, Hollywood, he's got his story oh, now, he? Andy Kaufman.
4: Oh, did
2: he? Yes. Guys, wow! Uh, I, I, I did only a I, walk of fame today.
1: Wow! Wow! Well, Can you know, just, it, it
2: he just came a whole of, Famer of the WWE. You know, it,
1: it's about time. You know, I. Yeah. You know, I, I think again. You know, his his acting talent was great. You know, I. You know, he. It, it, you know, in the TV shows that he did, you know, he was phenomenal. And, of course, you know, here we are, you know, I don't know, for all intents and purposes in round numbers, 40 years later, you know, he's still remembered (laughs) for the angle that he did with Jerry Lawler, you know, and bringing wrestling, you know, into the mainstream television, you know, and, you know, and and how well he did that and, and how well they kept it, you know, the secrets guarded for so long, you know, and. Because this, I, I watched and and I thought I thought it was real. Like I thought, wow, you know, this, this guy. And, and I didn't know much about Jerry Lawler until that. I'm thinking this guy's going to kill Andy Kaufman when he gets his hands on him. And just mm-hmm. watching some of between, I mean, you know, Lawler and Kaufman. Now none of them really went very long. I mean, they went if they went 15 minutes, you know, there was probably five minutes of wrestling because of. Andy Kaufman kept, you know, leaving the ring or, you know, ducking out, and it just, it, and if you listen to the crowd that was there watching it, I mean, he he could have almost incited a riot in Memphis and and down in those areas, you know, for the stuff that he was doing, and it was just great. It was it was a compelling angle, probably one of the best angles, you know, in in the modern you know, era of wrestling. And because, again, here we are, we're still talking about it and we're still, <laughs> you know, bringing it up and talking about Andy Kaufman and, um, you know, and Jerry Lawler for something that happened, what, in the in the early 80s, I guess it was? You know, late 70s, early 80s, whenever yeah. that was. I mean, it was a long a time, time ago. Time. Yeah.
2: I mean, you know,
1: and, and I, I heard a story that after he passed the um, the checks that he got from Lawler and 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 all those guys, he never cashed those checks. He never cashed them. So he literally didn't make a dime off of the rest. He he wanted to do it so bad. He didn't care about the money. He didn't care, you know, about about any of that. He wanted to do it because he wanted to be a part of professional wrestling, and. You know, they found like stacks of checks that were made out to him that he had never cashed because he he did it because you know because he, you know he loved the sport and to me I thought that was you know you know that that's a great testament to to Andy Kaufman you know a, a, as a person you can like him or hate him, but you know he did so much for pro, for pro wrestling back then and, you know it it really goes kind of kind of under the radar, the influence that he had on professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it's, it's been great, but you know, guys, if you want to call in, the number's 914-338-1885. Uh, we got a couple of spots open. You can join in on the discussion. Um, we can talk anything about wrestling. We're going to hold off just a couple more minutes before we kind of, you know, <clears throat> take a dive into Terry Funk and his career. Um, but we can talk, you know, the the current product we could talk old school wrestling, we could talk territory days, attitude error, whatever wherever you want to talk about. The Monday Night Wars, um, you know, any anything that's kinda of on your mind as it pertains to the the world of professional wrestling. But, you know, we went <clears throat> weeks with just, you know, not a whole lot going on in the in the wrestling business and then all of a sudden, you know, we, we have um um is Jay Uso leaving um um the bloodline um and then of course you know Terry Funk passing and Bray Wyatt passing all of this happening in in just a couple of weeks um Radley, what's your opinion on how long they're going to drag out the um the these this um story with um 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 oh gosh it, um Jay Uso, sorry. I I, I drew a blank. Jey Uso quitting the WWE. What when 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 do you think he will make his return to the WWE?
2: I'm going to say one thing, okay? I heard that he to be on Smackdown this week.
1: Well, I think he's going you to be know, on Smackdown,
2: the Raw I'm not sure. It's hard
1: to yeah, say, I, I, you know. <laughs> I think this week on SmackDown, he's going to still, you know, carry on that he that he's done that I, I and I yeah. think that yeah. I think his story and again I'm I'm just this is my opinion this is this is me kind of fantasy booking I think he's going to say that he's had enough of the family fighting it's caused too much turmoil in the family and and he's just done with it and you know he he wants to move on. You know, whether, whether he says he's going to spend time with his family or he's going to, you know, go do something else. I think that's what we're going to hear, um, from Jay when, you know, when he does talk on Friday. Um, again, to, to kind of continue this, um, you know, story that he has quit. But I, I think that they, they could probably, we're already August. I think they could drag this out until Survivor Series in, what's that, in November? Um, mm-hmm. Before he makes his part of television.
2: <clears throat> I think they can... And, 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 really and they, they could do another angle with that. Okay, Jacob could bring more family members, you know what I'm saying?
1: Right, right. No, for, absolutely.
2: For, for Survivor Series. You know, doing yeah,
1: it... <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, I, I think they could, if they let this kind of build slowly, like they kind of did with Sami Zayn leaving the Bloodline. I think it would be great television. I think playing it out over the next two months or so, two and a half months, would really give it the the explosion that that it would need to for when Jay finally returns um, to television. I, I don't think they do it too quickly. Because then it just looks like it was. Excuse me, I got a, I got a tickle in my throat. Um, I think if they do it too, if they do it in the next couple of weeks. It looks like they just kind of threw it together, and and he never really quit. But I think if they drag yeah. it out and we don't see him on television, and they don't really talk about him, um, they've already moved his profile on the on the WWE website to the alumni page, which I think was a great move. Um, because if a guy quits, why would he still be an active superstar? So I think they're playing it right. Um but I think they could really build this up whether whether he brings in family members to to fight the bloodline or um you know, to maybe to reunite the bloodline. I I don't know, they could go in so many directions with this. It'd be interesting to see mm-hmm. how they play. they take some time off and he realized maybe you know, he realizes the error of his ways and he and he needs to get back into the bloodline and he kind of has to prove himself to get back in, um, you know, and, and maybe he finally does or what, you know. I, I don't know. I I just think that it's that it would be really great television. I think that's what has carried SmackDown for the last year plus is is the bloodline story. I think it was very very compelling television, very watchable TV. I think they did a fantastic job in laying that whole story out, you know, with bringing Sami Zayn in. And then, you know, you know, him Sammy being part of the bloodline and then finally getting it out and finally getting a shot at Roman Reigns and, and you know, coming that close to to beating Roman, you know, in Canada, you know, kind of in his backyard, um, and, and falling short. Um, I do think it, it it'll make for, for for very entertaining you know, Smackdown over the next couple of weeks leading into into Survivor series, I think. I really do.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's when it's going to happen, you know. You might see Roman Reigns' team versus Jay's team, you know. That would be great. Who will Jay will get? No,
1: absolutely. No, absolutely. You, think, you, know, you I,
2: think Jay will bring in The Rock? Maybe. You never know.
1: Listen, you know, I, in, in all of my years, I've been watching pro wrestling for, I don't know, round numbers 45 years. The one thing that I can say you can never say is you can never say never because you know cause right. something will always happen. Um, you know there are some things that we can confidently say never in, but you you really don't know. You know you really don't know. You you know you you think well this guy could never be back wrestling for Mr. Man or will never be back in AEW or whatever, and you know a couple of years goes by and you know all of a sudden you know a, you know a guy comes back and. You know, and, and he has, you know, a little bit of a run again. So, yeah, never never say never in, in the world of professional wrestling.
2: That's anyway, you know, right. For me, for me, you know, always in the ring. That's why I say never say never because I want to do it one more time. I think I could really push this <laughs> time, you know. I don't care if they right. put no. me as a manager or anything, you know. Just get me back in the ring. That's all.
1: Right. I'm right, ready. Just, just one more time, right? You just need one more match. One
2: more time. One more time. I know I'm on, you know, I know I'm on my last leg, but, hey, one more time. That's all I want. One more time. I want to go out as somebody.
1: Right, yeah, that, you know? absolutely. I
2: want absolutely. to go out yeah. as somebody that everybody knew. I was the first stand yeah. that took the fan level. Up one notch, couple notches. You know, right. I see some of these fans that I used to <clears> hang around with. They all passed away. You know, like like the uh, there's one guy called uh, the Muffin Man. He passed away. He was in a car accident a couple of years ago. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so Those there's are there's a lot of lot of things that passes away. And I'm still, I think I'm still the only fan left in that one little error there.
1: In your one little group?
2: In, in that group, yep. Wow. I was wow. saying to all the fans, you know, you know, I just want one more chance. That's all I want. One more chance. Right.
1: I hear you. I hear you. But, you, you know, know, which years have been promising, What <laughs> you know, what, We'll talk about it in the in the second hour, and we're kind of nearing, you know, our second hour, and, of course, you know, we touched about it a little bit in the beginning of the hour and, the, and throughout the show, but that is, you know, the passing of, you know, Terry Funk, um, Chainsaw Charlie, or, you know, whoever you want to call him, um, you know. I
2: remember that. So, uh, Chainsaw Charlie. That's what he debuted in the WWE, <laughs> like Chainsaw Charlie.
1: Yeah, just, you know. Just a, and, and I misspoke. I'm sorry. He, he made it. He started his career in 1965 um, for his fought working for his father in um, in the Western um, States promotion down in Amarillo, Texas. So <clears throat> he kind of started in his own backyard um, in you know 1965, and really just you know I'd say 10 short years later, because back then you know being in, in the business 10 years you know. You really you really and I shouldn't say you really didn't, but it, it was rare that you were able to capture, you know, a, a heavyweight title but in nineteen seventy five he, you know, defeated Jack Briscoe for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Um mm-hmm. you know, and I think he held that title for about about a year, thirteen or fourteen months, something like that. And I I heard I think it was on one of Jim Cornette's podcasts that um after winning the title, and he's holding it for so long. And, again, this is back in the day when, you know, these guys would travel from territory to territory. They would drive hundreds of miles, you know, from one state to the next to defend their title. That yeah. he, he didn't want to do it anymore. It got to be too much. Um, it got to be too much time on the road, um, too much time away from home. Um, so, you know, he said that, you know, he didn't – he essentially didn't want to hold the title anymore um you know and 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 dropped the title um but i mean he he defended it against you know you know again main event guys Jack Risco Dusty Rhodes you know Giant Baba um um and then he finally lost it um to Harley Race um and these guys were no slouches you know in the in the world of professional wrestling in you know in the early 70s um
2: yeah,
1: you know, and, and Ernie in, Ladd too. He wrestled Ernie yeah, Ladd too. He, yeah, he wrestled Ernie Ladd, um, you know, Jerry Lawler, um, you know, just all you know, every, almost every every mainstream wrestler that we could think of from that era from the early seventies right up through the nineties. Um mm-hmm. you know, he's wrestled. He made you know, he made a a, a great career in um all Japan pro wrestling um you know he he had um you know great success in Japan and which was big considering he was an american um you know
2: and, and plus, had met, and plus you're ready for this one ECW right here in Philadelphia I,
1: I said I said that in the beginning of the hour that he was he was very instrumental in um you know the the rise, to prominence that ECW had in Philadelphia because you know Terry Funk was there, and he and he he was a, a a recognizable name. A lot of these other guys we really didn't know a whole lot about, but we knew who Terry Funk was. Um, and if Terry Funk was there, then you know maybe this is something that um, you know that we should watch and something we should tune into. <coughs> um, then he had a, you know an early run. Um, ne- Right shortly after the birth of Hulkamania, some probably thinking like eighty-five-ish, um, you know, he, he came into the to the WW the WWF at the time, um, you know, with his his brother Hoss Funk as he was called, um, and um, Jimmy Jack Funk, Jesse Bar, um, and they were managed by Jimmy Hart, um, and they had a, you know a nice feud with Tito Santana. They feuded with the Junkyard Dog. Um, Terry Funk had a couple of title shots against Hulk Hogan um, during all that time. Um, and, he you know, he really did, you know, <clears throat> do a lot in, you know, in the early, um, you know, yes, the early mean, beginnings of the He uh,
2: teamed up with uh, Bradshaw, Justin Bradshaw. He teamed up with him for a short while.
1: Oh, that I, that I didn't know. <clears throat>
3: yes. Yeah. I
1: do,
2: I do remember the were, I quit match. defeated too much.
1: I, I do remember the I quit match that he had with Ric Flair. Um, you know, where, where um, I remember Ric Flair. I, I don't remember which which pay-per-view it was or if it was on TV. I don't know if it was a Clash of the Champions or whatever it was. But Ric Flair just defeated Ricky Steamboat and... I think Funk was a judge or, or a commentator or something and he came out and he attacked um, um Rick Flair um and then he he wound up pile driving Rick Flair through the you know through the announce table or one of the tables at ringside. Um you know, and um just, you know, had a great match, you know, a series of matches with Rick Flair. Um, you know, and I, I think it culminated in that I quit match. Um with Funk clearly, you know, yelling yes or or I quit or yes I quit something like that, um, you know, and it was just just a great great match, um, you know. He he was just an all around talent, you know, we can't really say enough. We could, you know, spend the next several days talking about, um, you know, Terry Funk and everything he's done, but just the success that he had as an American going overseas and. Especially in a time when, you know, Japanese wrestling was really exclusively Japanese, unless you were a much larger um, wrestler like Vader or you know Terry Gordy or, or um, Stan Hansen or you know Bruiser Brody, Terry Funk. I mean, I mean he was, a, you know, again I don't want to make it sound like it, it's I'm, I'm degrading anybody. I mean, He's an average size wrestler and for him to have that success in in Japan you know was um you know just unheard of for an average size wrestler you know from America you know having great success in Japan um you know of course and then you know we know everything that he did in you know ECW and you know all of the 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 hardcore matches that he had you know, yes, um,
2: yes, I remember mm-hmm. every one of them. Plus, plus, he even teamed up with uh, Edge and Lita. Okay. On wow. ECW, one stand.
1: I have to go back and rewatch that. I remember watching it, but it's been a while.
2: Punk, Punk teamed up with, uh, with Dreamer and Buda. Okay. And they lost against Foley, Edge, and Lita. I don't believe that one. I, you know, they were all in the ring together. You know. Yeah. I remember the matches he had.
1: I remember the matches he had, especially in ECW. You know, with Cactus Jack and and you know Shane Douglas. Um, and then you know he, uh, then he turned on Tommy Dreamer. Um. Mm-hmm they had a they had a great feud you know that that was an oh wow kind of moment you know you you really didn't see it coming um and i thought it was i thought it was it was you know very well <coughs> played out and and done very very well um, you know and just you know just shocked everybody when you know when it happened um and i you know i remember he he went back to the you know WWE in I guess the late nineties when he entered the Royal Rumble. I thought, man, he's he's not going to be in here for a lot. But he was in there for a good ten minutes or so. Um you know, and, and just, you know, you know, again, just uh, you know, an unbelievable talent, unbelievable character. Oh, know. yes
2: he was. Yes he was. And, you know,
1: and 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 aside from from that, I mean he was in you know, I, I remember seeing it in, in Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze.
3: hmm You
1: know, he, he played one of the, the, the bad guy bouncers, you know, yeah. in in Roadhouse. Yeah. He was in Over put the it Top. This way.
2: Put it this way. Roadhouse was the best thing for him, okay? Because what it is, uh, my my girlfriend that passed away, she loved that movie for some reason. She loved the the bouncer. She said, "Oh, you, I said, you know who that bouncer is, right?" She said, "No." I said, "That's Terry Funk. He's a wrestler." Say what? No, he's not. I said, "Yes, he is."
1: Yeah, yeah. When I first saw it, I'm like, "Man, that guy looks like Terry Funk, but he can't be because Terry Funk's a wrestler, not not an actor." And yeah, right. he, lo and behold, there it was.
2: Uh, it, and let, let me put this out here, okay? When when uh, me Bruce wore. Okay, and Brady, we all went to Atlanta to this convention. We were setting up the table. Guess who walks in? Terry Funk. Terry Funk said, Look at this, they got the mic ready for me, and I am ready to talk. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you know he was so you was so so nice and you know, all, you know. Yeah,
1: no, and, and I and I heard, you know, from from guys like Jim Cornette and um, I know Tommy Dreamer talked about him, you know, um Shane Douglas talked about him, of course, you know, Mick Foley did, they talked about just how how nice a guy he was and um you know, as nice as he was, you know, he was a very a very cheap individual on the road and I remember um Jim Cornette talking about when um they would travel to the airports, Harry Funk was mm-hmm. on the like the tram and just that would take you from terminal to terminal in some of these airports and just sleep on it rather than than go to a hotel, yeah. you know. Yeah. You had the yeah. So to save money on a hotel he would sleep on the tram for a couple hours, get up, grab his rental car, drive to the show, come back and, and catch his flight home. And I thought that would that was a you know a pretty interesting and, and and creative way to to save money. You know, and it and, way,
2: when, when you talk about Jim Cornette, right, I like the guy, but he don't like me. He said I, I'm like uh, a mosquito on his shoulder. <laughs> That's what he told me when he met me?
1: I, I can only take so much of him, and then <clears throat> and then I need a break from him. Um, I I, I do mm-hmm. like the you know the knowledge that he brings. I like the stories that he tells. But then, then, and then I, you know, then I just, you know, I, I need a break. Um, and, and I'm actually reading here, <clears throat> uh, you know, along with, you know, Terry Funk's, you know, um, um acting credits. In Rocky Five, he actually choreographed the fight between Rocky yes. and Tommy Gunn.
2: Yes. <clears throat> <clears throat> yes.
1: So, you know, that 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 tells you something about how how far, you know, his reach was and you know how far outside of wrestling you know he could go and i'm mean, i'm looking at at oh you know all of his um <coughs> excuse me all of his titles you know that he that he's that he's won the the n w a florida heavyweight championship florida tag team titles mm-hmm. title <coughs> north america tag team Championship. Um, oh,
2: the Championship. Yeah, the gigoloos.
1: ECW Heavyweight Championship two times, TV Champion once. <clears throat> and, again, a lot of the tag teams he held with his brother because they were just an incredible tag team. And, again, we could spend an hour talking about the Funks as a tag team, but they were Georgia Tag Team Champions. Um, the WCW um, Hardcore Champions, who, you know, Hall of Fame, Yeah, had a JCW Heavyweight Championship, <clears throat> he's in pretty much every pro wrestling Hall of Fame out there, WCW, NWA, you know, WWE, you know, countless accolades from, from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, um, feud of the year with Ric Flair in 89, inspirational wrestler of the year in 97, Wrestly, wrestler of the year in 76, you know, he was ranked 22 of the top 500 wrestlers in 91. So we're talking, you know, 75, 85, 95, 30, 30 years after he's in the business, he's one of the top 25 wrestlers in the business. You know, it just, mm-hmm. yeah, the guy is just unbelievable. Um, <clears throat> he's got, you know, an NWA international tag team champion. Um, of course, he, had, he held the WWE tag team championship with, with Cactus Jack Um Wrestling observers got him down as the best brawler in '89, best heel in '89. A lot of these are in '89, best interview, hardest worker in the feud of the year. Yeah, <clears> the so wrestling to observers,
2: yep.
1: Yeah, I'm new have news uh, all
2: the uh, films that he's done. You know. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm.
1: I just got down to the films, you know, between television and, you know, and and movies. I mean, you know, he's mm. got acting credits you know, it just, just an all around, you know, great um great talent. Uh let me um let me pick up this caller here. Uh, two and five, you're on WCW Retro.
0: Hey guys, uh, first time caller, long time listener. I'm uh I'm just kidding. What's I, I hear you,
1: brother. What's going on? I mean. <laughs>
0: No, well, what's going on? My God, what a tough week for wrestling fans. I just, I just had a minute. I'm driving back from a restaurant with my wife, and uh, I was absolutely gutted by the news of Bray Wyatt here tonight. I, I, you know, it hit me like Eddie Guerrero, you know. And this is just yeah. days after learning about Terry Funk. It's like, my God, I, I, I actually expected to see both of them wrestle again this year. <laughs>
1: And Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I expect this to come back. And, you know, and as much as I, I razzed Bray Wyatt about, oh, my, you know, I could care less if he comes back or not because they kept dragging it out, I did expect him this to come back.
0: Sure. And, I mean, say what you will about Bray Wyatt and, and, you know, creatively what they were doing with him, this is a huge creative hole, a void left in WWE this is somebody that was different than everybody else out there and uh you know just look at the reaction he was getting from fans just from doing so little and like I said it destroyed me it it it, it's just I I I really am stunned I my first instinct was like I just got to call you guys real quick and just like you know while it's so raw it's
2: uh it's sad. Yeah, it is. It is. Thirty six is sad because you know he died at an early age. That's sad. Thirty six. Yeah. Thirty six years.
1: 36. old. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I came on. I came on tonight. You know, earlier tonight, my my focus was to talk a little bit about the upcoming pay per view, and then spending the last hour talking about Terry Funk, and then we learned yeah. about Bray Wyatt. And yeah. I, I really didn't know what to say. I, I didn't. I was. You know, ironically, I was at a loss for words. when usually, I always have something to say. I, I, right. I just couldn't put put it together.
0: Well, yeah. Listen, um, I do have to go, but um, God bless you guys. You're doing the Lord's work. I, I, we'll we'll talk more about Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk on Tuesday, I'm sure. Uh, but Absolutely. yeah, just, yeah. Now this one hurts. This one does. I, I need some time to process it, but I, I, it was good to talk to you guys and have a great show. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks, Brady. Take care. All
0: right. Bye-bye.
2: <laughs> yeah, the,
1: the, yeah Raffa, we, this <laughs> one's going to stay
3: for more than a
2: little when bit. It, got, it hurt us hurt like the last minute right before, this, before our show. You know what I'm saying? There, there's so much to talk about about this guy, what, what the guy just said, you know? He's done a lot in a short time that he was here.
3: I, absolutely,
1: absolutely. You know, let me let me jump to this one power here real quick. Hold on. Three one four. You're rolling WCW Retro.
2: Hi.
3: Hey, how Hi. are you? It's
2: I'm doing great.
3: You're doing uh, good. It's
2: been yeah, it's been good. And it's just been so hot.
1: What was the temperature
3: today?
2: I think it was either 98 or either 99 degrees.
3: Ooh! Wow! It
2: felt like it was 110.
1: <clears throat> wow! Yeah, right right yeah. now it's, it's a balmy it's a balmy 71 in New Jersey.
2: And wet and wet and damp.
1: Yes, yeah, it's, a, it's a little bit damp. Yes, it is. Yeah. But not not a bad night for sure. Well, weather-wise, I mean it's it's a terrible night in the world of professional wrestling. But you know we'll, we'll you know we'll continue on. But but this this loss is, is is going to hurt you know for for a little bit, right? Boy, it's going to take a little yeah, while for us to get it over it. It is sad to
2: hear that.
1: Yeah. It, it really
2: yeah, Bray you know, Wyatt passed, it passed away. away. Bray Wyatt just passed away not too long ago.
1: But yeah. They said earlier today, so sometime today he passed away. We found out probably somewhere around 6 o'clock Eastern time, five thirty, six o'clock Eastern time, and I didn't believe it. I, I thought that it was, a, it was a joke. I thought it was, a, you know, somebody hacking on, on Twitter. Um, you know, I... I didn't know what you know what to think. I actually i i, I messaged somebody at six forty five and and posted the the Twitter um, from Triple H, who I thought was I hope it wasn't Triple H and I said I hope this isn't I hope this is fake and they replied back no sadly it's true and then I went back to the internet and the internet was exploding with the news of Bray Wyatt passing and all of
2: a sudden then you text me that's when I got out of bed. This guy at it, I said, oh, man. Yeah. I had a to look, too, you know? Cause it was I had a look at
1: the top I because I, I didn't, didn't want to believe it. I still don't want to believe it. Um, like like Brady was saying, we fully expected him to come back this year, and, and I thought he was coming back, if not this pay-per-view, then, then the next one, because he was that close to – to making a return and you know seeing what version of of Ray Wyatt we get, and and then of course you know we hear you know this news which you know which just just a, just a punch in the gut man it was just this was going to be hard to re- excuse me hard to recover from it really is right. it, it's going to la- it's going to leave a sting you know and you know and you know on top of that you know we had Terry Funk passing and. You know, I that kind of shocked. I knew I knew he had a couple of health issues. I didn't I didn't know that he You know, he was in that <clears throat> that bad of shape. You know, and I, I, again, I fully expected to see him in in some form. You know, whether whether it was an interview or a podcast, I really did expect to see him back um, <clears throat> in professional wrestling and and doing something. Again, I don't know how active he could have been, but uh, you know, I, I really did expect to see him back, you know, in front of a camera or on a podcast or doing an interview, and and it's not to be. And then, of course, you know, we get the the Bray Wyatt news. Um, just just a just a, uh,
3: uh, oh, a terrible. Oh movie. oh
2: oh! You know, you know. The announcer was going out with him. I didn't know that. Yeah, Yeah. she had a baby by him. She had a baby, and the godfather is no other than Braun Strowman. I didn't know that. Had a daughter. Oh, wow. In 2020. And they, and they got engaged in, in 2022. Wow. She was,
1: was a three-year-old daughter. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, that that makes it a little rougher.
2: Yes, it and, is. And plus, wow. plus for JoJo, you know, you might not see JoJo that much now, you know? Is she going to be on SmackDown or is she going mm-hmm this this Friday or not, you
1: know? Well, and, and, and then what does that do, you know, thinking long-term, you know, what does that do to to Bo Dallas? What does that do to, you know? Strowman? You know, and, and, yeah, and Braun Strowman, you know, what does that do, you know, to, to their careers? And, you know, uh, man, like I said, yeah, this, this one – this one's going to, this one's going to hurt. Yes. It, this one, it, this it, one's going to sting a
3: little it,
1: it, it And again, is, um, you know, like, like, like Brady said, this, this leaves a, a, a void, you know, in, within the WWE universe and, and not just, not just a, a little, a little void. This leaves a gigantic void, <coughs> again, because, you know, it's what if, you know, this He's going to go down as one of them guys, the one of the greatest what-ifs, at in, in least in modern professional wrestling, I'll say within the last 25 years. Um, mm-hmm. And, well, you know, he had another, a, a solid, probably good 10 years ahead of him, you know, to, to continue on. And what could he have accomplished in, in 10 years, you know? And where would his characters have gone, whether it was The Fiend or – or any one of the, the incarnations that, that Bray Wyatt has gone through, um, you know, wh- where you know, where would they be? You know, I and again, you know, it I, you know, I we can't we can't really get on Bray about, you know, his, his booking lately. I think that was a lot of it to do with the creative. I think they could have done more with him. Um but it just seemed like every time he actually got in the ring you know, he gave one heck of a show. He put on, you know, one one great performance. Over, you know, after you know, after the next, it was just, you know, unbelievable. <clears throat> and really, we lost. You know, there I, I call him a legend. We lost two legends. You know, in the same week, literally yeah. two days apart. Yeah. You
2: know,
1: two days apart, we lost them. You know, and,
2: and again, <laughs> you know. i was uh, his uh, mix, you know. He had the best return back in 2022 uh, at Extreme Rules. The best gimmick in, in 2019 as the theme. The best gimmick in 2013, a part of the Wyatt family. <laughs> this guy's done a lot. Right? number six of the top 500 single wrestlers. Take the top six of the PWI 500 in 2020. 14. Take wow. A
1: lot. He's, yeah, he's done a lot. He absolutely has. You know, it, and in relatively, you know, a, a short amount of time, honestly. I mean, you know, it, you know, and so again, you know, we're, we're left to wonder, you know, again, what if, what, you know, what, if, you know, what could have happened, you know, you know had he, um, you know, he's, he, kind of, he started in, in 2009, 2010, so you're talking, you know, less than 13 years, or let's say 13, 14 years he's been in the business, you know, yes, and, and all this is conflict.
2: Guess what? He never said it, okay? I'm going to say for him, okay, he's a grand slammer, okay? He had a WWE Championship belt. He had an universal Championship He had the Raw Tag Team Championship, plus he had the WWE SmackDown Championship, tag teams, you know? He had it. He was a a grand slammer.
1: Yeah, he's, you know, he really has, you know, know, done a lot, you know, uh, you know. I
2: didn't know that he was a grand slammer until now, but nobody didn't say anything.
1: Yeah, I just, again, you know, we're going to miss him. You know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, it it, again, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how the WWE handles this, um, you know, at at, at a corporate level of television to see, you know, with, with, you know, with putting a package together for Terry Funk and for Bray Wyatt. I, and again, rightfully so, they'll, they'll do a little more for Bray Wyatt because he was still a current WWE superstar. He was still on the roster. He was, you know, he was, you know, gearing up to make a comeback. Um, you know, and you know, just to have him, you know, pass away at, at at such a young age, you know, and you know, leaves you know, leaves behind you know a, I mean, a a fiance you know, slash wife-to-be and a, a, a young baby. I think he's, he's got three other children, too, so he's got four kids all together. Yes. But, <clears throat> so, you know, and, you know, and... That now, just now,
2: now, now they might switch the story around and have maybe Eric Rowling come back. Maybe.
1: Yeah, and well, again, it depends on, on, on or you know, where he's at with... <clears throat> with AEW, you know, it depends on you know how, how that's
2: structured I don't think he's got a contract with them he shows he's, up for New uh, uh, birthday or something like that you know, I don't think he's got I don't think he's under contract with none, none of the leagues
1: yeah, I don't, I don't see that it, that he's under under contract, it looks like yeah, I mean, maybe he could come back
2: yeah,
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, especially you know, he he's not on the
2: conference. You know, they might ask him to come back. You know, that's to betray still a member as somebody else. You know what I'm saying?
1: Right. No, I, I, again, you know, this is a world of professional wrestling, so you never right. say never. But, you know, right. just just raise, you know, lineage. You know, it, it, with his family, you know, with Mike Rotunda being, you know, his dad and, you know, Barry, Barry and Kendall Windham, you know, Blackjack Mulligan, you know, just that whole wrestling family is, you know, is, is, at, is at a loss right now. And,
2: because, because you do, um, you do <laughs> got three of them. You do got three of them now, okay? You got Strowman, Eric Rowman, okay? And plus you got uh, Bo Dallas.
3: Just tell you yeah.
2: they, they might be doing something similar to what Bo <laughs> Dallas's brother done. The, the Ray Wyatt done, you know.
1: Right. And and I know and I know Barry Windham's had some health issues over the last couple of years. Um you know, so and I know he's kinda um you know, on the road to, to recovery. Um he saw I know he suffered a heart attack and he doesn't 2022. <clears throat> while i walk walking through an airport or something, um, he suffered a heart attack. So you know, I think he's still recovering from that. Um, so you know, I, again, like Brady said, this one kind of hit like Eddie Guerrero. This yeah. This one kind of kind of kind of took us by surprise. I, I still I I don't know what to say. I, you know, I, I I really don't. You know. I can't put the words together to, <clears throat> to you know, to make this thing make sense. I'm trying to wrap my head around it, and you know, I, I think we are going to, you know, need a couple of days to process this. And I'm sure, you know, if you're out there listening and you tune in on Tuesday night to in the room with Brady Hicks, we'll be talking about you know this in a little more detail, um, and a little more, a little more about you know the legacy and. And the the legend that, that Bray Wyatt is, and and all that he did for the business, and and the matches that he had, and you know the the memories that that you know that he leaves us with. And again, you know, I know some of his matches weren't weren't the best, but you know, but I believe that you know he he gave everything that he had. I don't think he let the bad booking or or the bad gimmick kind of Getting down, I think he, you know, he was willing to persevere through it until he could kind of reestablish himself again, which looks like he was doing. Uh, I was really interested to see just what Bray Wyatt we got, you know, coming back, and you know who who were we going to see, and how were we going to tie the whole Uncle Howdy thing together, and and you know mm-hmm. who is he going to pick up a food with, and you know you know what was going to happen next, you know, I, I was. Really anticipating something happening, you know, by SummerSlam—not SummerSlam, SummerSlam sorry—by <clears throat> Survivor Series, um, with with the news that we were getting up until today, you know, with his recovery yes. and and working towards a comeback, and and then of course, you know, we get this, you know, oh, you know, 6:30 or so or whatever time it was, and I I, I was just floored. I it, you know I,
2: this way. It it, it it might be all right for those three, and Barry wouldn't get all together, okay, because that would be a new that would be a new a new group would be coming in that we don't even know, okay, and eventually the judgment state is going to break up,
1: sure, yes, yes, that's coming. that and i and I think they break up by by survivor series, I think. Or no, just before, just so, thinking, so that yeah. you have the survivors.
2: Yeah. they I if rewrite the storyline, say hey, let's get uh, the Wingham Family in here, you know, and battle out the uh, the Judgment Day. That'd be a good. Match. Yeah. I mean,
1: you know, I again, any, you know, anything is possible. Um, yes. You know.
2: It's dependent on the writers. <laughs>
1: Right, right. You know, I, I mean, right now we only at payback we only have the three announced matches already with Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus in the steel cage. Mm-hmm. you've got Rollins and yeah. and Ripley and Rodriguez for for their respective um, heavyweight championships. Um, be interesting to see <clears throat> where they place Roman Reigns if he defends his title at this pay per view. Um, against I Jay?
2: Against Jay, maybe?
1: No, nah, I think it's too soon. I think it's, it's it's a little too soon because then it looks like he really didn't quit. I think, if they again, <clears throat> coming from a fan's perspective, know, yeah, I, I would love to see Jay come back right away.
2: What it is that I'd like to see that one, you know, I quit match against those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can see
1: an I quit match. I definitely can see that. But I, I think, if, again, coming from a fan's perspective, I think the anticipation, or the the wonder, or questioning, is he, is he coming back? And if he is, when is he coming back? And I think they need to. They need to kind of keep this as tight within the WWE as they can, so it doesn't get leaked out, so that we're kind of we're kind of surprised by.
2: Right, by his return, right, right,
1: and you know, I really think this could have a long, a long fuse on it before before it explodes, and I hope it does. I hope that they really build this up <clears throat> again because you know the bloodline has carried SmackDown again for a year, maybe a year and a half. I, I don't, I don't know how long exactly it's been. A year, um, and I think that they could stretch this out another. You know, two months easily. Um, you know, by by Jay, you know, them still continuing the the story that he's quit, that he wants nothing to do with the wrestling business, that he's fed up. You know, all this infighting's not worth it. It's not worth the the, the drama that it's causing his family and and the the emotional toll that it's taking on his family and you know, and he just wants his family back. That's all he wants. And if that means quitting the wrestling business, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to quit the wrestling business and I think that's the kind of course that it needs to take until they can kind of you know quote unquote go you know Jay into coming back, whether they interfere with things that he's doing on a personal level or you know going to his house or 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 anything like that. I think that's the the path that they that they need to take with this. So, Vince, if you're listening or Triple H, if you're listening, which you probably are because this is one of the best podcasts on Thursday night, that's the path you need to take. And if that's the path you need to take, I just want a little bit of a credit thrown out there that maybe this was my idea that, yes, you took Howard's idea that you heard on a podcast and kind of ran with. I'm not asking for any money or any monetary reimbursement. Just throw me a little bone near Triple H and, and you know, give me a little bit of recognition, you know, because, of course, I know you're listening. So, you know, I'm just putting yeah. it out there.
2: They're, they're listening. I know WWE uh, writers are listening, too, you know. Yeah.
1: So, you know, and, and again, you know, I I, I do – I prefer watching SmackDown only because it's only two hours over watching Raw. And I watched Raw – I didn't watch this past week, but I do know two weeks ago I kind of – I DVR'd it and I watched it and. I think in the three hours that it was on, they may have had an hour's worth of wrestling matches, which really isn't enough. It's they spent a lot, you know, in backstage segments, which I get. You need that as part of of the match build-up, but they spent a lot of time, you know, rehashing, you know, how we got to this point. And they Raw spends a lot of time talking about SmackDown, and SmackDown talks a lot of takes a lot of time talking about Raw, and I think they need to. To stop that, Raw should talk about Raw, and really not acknowledge SmackDown. SmackDown should do the same thing, talk about what's going on <clears throat> with our guys on Friday night, and not talk about Raw. If you want to know what's going on, with Raw, tune in on Monday night, and we'll and we'll bring you up to speed. I don't need to I don't need to keep hearing it, you know, on Monday and on Friday, and, and almost every day in between. They need to keep the, this brand split definitive and and make it two separate. Entities within the same company. And Again, Triple H, since you're listening, if if that's the route you take, I, I do want I do want a little bit of acknowledgement there. If if that's the road you take, but you know, I, th- this has been. Yeah, and, a,
2: and, uh, and, and another thing, okay, Triple H, make sure you get some more midget wrestling on your show because I miss the midgets.
1: Th- there you go. You heard it here first. Bring back midget wrestling. Yeah, just throw one mid one one midget match out there on on a on a Monday or, and a Friday night, <clears throat> and that would make Rappley extremely happy. And I think it would it would it would be entertaining. I think it would be it'd be a little bit different. Maybe not every week, but maybe once or twice a month. You know, to, to throw to throw a midget match out there and 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 let these guys go at it, and you know, to entertain the crowd and and to get you know get their name out there and. And, you know, I think it would be, you know, again, just a little bit of change to the programming. Um,
2: and, and, and if know, you do show the midgets, that means you guys were listening to us.
1: Right, right. That's what I'm saying, right. Triple H, if you, if you have a midget match, you got to throw a rat boy a little bit of credit and and tell him that it was his idea that they brought midget wrestling back to the WWE.
2: Or just show a midget on TV, okay? That's okay. it. There you go.
1: Oh, there you
2: go. So we know that you're listening to us.
1: Yeah, yeah but let, that is, get back,
2: let me get back to this, um, this Jay Uso thing, okay? Because what it is mm-hmm. that I just got reading something, okay? The Rock didn't confirm mm-hmm. yet that he might be, be there, but and eventually he is because The Rock ain't doing nothing these days. But they're saying that he might be returning in 2023. That might be on Thanksgiving, okay? Survivor Series. Well,
1: again, you know, time will tell. Um, you know, and you know, we'll we'll see kind of what what happens. And you uh, know, I would love to see the Rock back. Just you know, just just uh, you know. It, as a character, you know I don't know that you know. Of course, he's not coming back full time. That you know, that's that's kind of out of the question. You no,
2: know, uh, um, I can see it. All, I can see it all already. Okay, he returns. The Rock returns. Okay, but I I I think after WrestleMania, Cody Rhodes gets the belt. I think I'm going to see that match, The Rock versus Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, that's I, I, part, of me, part of me wants to see
1: that, but part of me just, you know, doesn't want to see. It. And I get it; it'll definitely sell tickets. You know, it'll definitely get people mm-hmm. involved. <clears throat> um, but you know, I just I I'm not that. That's not one of the matches that I'm be like, oh, I gotta go home and I gotta see this. You know, or or I gotta I gotta get this pay per view because I, you know, I I, I want to see that match. It just doesn't have that. That feel. Um, yeah, I, I, I this, just, uh, have,
2: this bloodline is it, it, long from over yet. You know, it, it's not over. You know, until hmm. maybe next year. I get it to next right. year. That will be over. No, absolutely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I not I think by, by the end of this year or the the beginning of next year, we will start to see the the bloodline start to dissolve and 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 see the you know, the and, the end of the bloodline. You know, it, it is coming. Um, I would hate to see it go, but <clears throat> I'd be curious to see where they go from here. Um, I right. do see that Rey Mysterio is going to take on Grayson Waller in a non-title match, um, which leads me to believe that maybe Grayson Waller steals a victory from Rey Mysterio <coughs> to, <coughs> excuse me, to get a a, a, ma- a a title match later on down the road. Um, I'm glad that they finally are using Grayson Waller in in more of a, a, a performer, you know, level rather than just a talk show host. Although I think he did great on the Grayson Waller effect. I, I always wanted to see him wrestle. I wanted to see him, you know, perform at at the WWE level. Um, you know, and, I, and I'm glad that they're that they're finally doing that. I like Grayson Waller. Um, I think he's going to do
2: big but things. I like to see you against range. You know, yeah. on his show, mm-hmm. him, you know, that would be one of the matches right there. You know.
1: Yeah, I think I think within the next two years, I think Grayson Waller holds a title, um, whether it's the Intercontinental or United States or even a tag team title. I think you know, um, I think he you know he, he's coming up on a on a title run of some sort. You know, and I, and I think he's got it. I, again, obviously he can talk. You know, with the talk show, he's he's very good on the mic. From what I've seen in the ring, it, it, you know, but, excuse me, between NXT and WWE, you know, he, he's good in the ring. He's a great performer. He, he can do some really, you know, interesting stuff there. I think he's got a lot of weapons, you know, in his repertoire, Um, you know, and again, I think big things are ahead of Grayson's way. You know, but you know, but only time will tell.
2: I wanna put something out there, okay? This is a spoiler alert. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, okay? Wilder, versus the Miz, okay? Guest referee is LA Knight. That would be your best match.
1: Yeah, but they're but they're both kind of heels, so I I I I could see I could see the 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 Miz and and La Knight going at it with Waller as a as a guest referee or something, La Knight yeah
2: something like that yeah something like that you it, know what I'm saying yeah, what, La Knight doesn't...
1: and Waller as the, the referee I could see that happening <laughs> um, but you know I you know it's it, it'll be it'll be definitely an interesting SmackDown this is one of the SmackDowns that you know. Um, I, you know, I, I don't. I don't know that I'll be home to watch it, but I definitely will record it and watch it. You know, on Saturday morning. Um, and you know, I, I'm interested to see, you know, what happens on on this smackdown, especially with Jimmy coming back and, um, you know, hear what he's got to say about Jay. And you know, maybe Jay makes an appearance. I don't know. I hope he doesn't. Um, only to keep perpetuating the fact that he's quit and, you know, that he's essentially moved on. <clears throat> but it'll be interesting. Um, interesting. And we'll see if they announce any more matches <coughs> for um, for payback coming up. You know, that, that'll yeah, be. Yeah, I know.
2: ain't that many matches. But...
1: Yeah, so, I, and, again, it doesn't have to be a very big card. They need about six or seven matches is, is, is good. Uh, you know, there's no need to, I think, do more than that because um, you can do a lot in, in those in those six or seven matches, especially, you know, with the people that already line up. And, again, you know, with Seth having his back issues, I don't know how long he's going to be able to go with Nakamura. <coughs> Excuse me. But, you know, um, Trish and Becky's got huge potential in the cage. Um, and, you know, Raquel and, and Rhea has very huge potential to be great matches. Um you know, and and I think that the the ladies division has really kind of stepped it up a little bit in in the last year or so. I think the matches have gotten much better than they were. You know, they're becoming a little more physical than than what they were. <clears throat> you know, so I think the ladies division is, is going to compete with the men's division and and give them a run for their money on, on both on both programs on Raw and on SmackDown, which then again bleeds over into the pay-per-views. And, and I think it's and I think it's a great thing for the business. I think it's great for for the fans, you know, for their performers, you know, and, and everybody involved, you know. But but SmackDown will definitely SmackDown definitely tell you what,
2: they only got they only got three matches, right?
1: Yeah, so the far, match,
2: yes. All right, because that the payback is on Saturday, September second. That's only yes. one week away. That's only one week away. Yeah. Come up with something, you know.
1: Yes, yeah, so yeah, they got it. They got. They got announced a couple more, and you you might get, you know, three matches out out of out of this this week's SmackDown. You know, we, you know, we we, yes. we don't know. So it'll be interesting to see.
2: Uh, it might but, be, it you might know, be this, Jay versus Roman Reigns in an I Quit match, maybe.
1: Nah, I, I think that's too soon. I would like to see it, but I would like to see it further down the road. I would like to step definitely see it further down the road. But, yeah, Brad, but I, I think, think this man, is gonna wrap us up for the night. What do you what do you got coming up, man? You got anything going on?
2: Uh, I think I'm pretty sure on Monday me and uh Brain might be headed over to uh to that micro restaurant right here in Princeton, New Jersey in, in Hooters Monday night. I won't be watching Raw until I get home. You know. I think that's it for me. Okay. <laughs> no, that's my good, you know. My friends keep your uh show in prayers, you know, we want him to come back soon. But I think he had yeah, a couple definitely. matches against Terry Funk. No, I, yeah, uh, definitely. <clears throat> we definitely
1: yeah. wanna, you know <clears throat> you know, and as I said before, you know, Stro, you know, at, we're we're just keeping the seat warm here for your brother till you come back. You know, our thoughts and our prayers are with you, you know, continue to get better, you know, and and as soon as you're ready brother you know you you know you can take the shift back over and, and continue to to guide it on its course and you know we we we'd love to you know hear you back we love hearing from you we love you know hearing about your experiences you know and 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 your time in the business and you know just your input into into this to this podcast and to the podcast on on Tuesday nights you know but again you know <clears throat> Um VFC Nation will have, you know, in the room with Brady Hicks on Tuesday night at 9 okay. p.m. I, I, I,
2: the, all right, Nick, can yeah. I say one more thing? Yeah, go all ahead. Right. I know this guy, lives out in California, okay? Mike, Michael, Wildman. okay? Malcolm's uh, brother. He said okay. he was an awesome wrestler, WWE wrestler, you know, entertainer, very wide. He just puts it up
1: on yeah. my page. Yeah, he, he, he definitely was.
2: <coughs> Excuse now me. there's uh, people who are hitting me up about this guy, you know. And some people, yeah, say, I don't even my, know they've in one hour, you
1: know. Yeah, my message has been blowing up since about seven o'clock tonight. So I got a couple of messages to return, but you know the sentiment's all there. They're they're shocked. There's disbelief. You know yeah. there's there's prayers and condolences going out to to both the Funk family and and to the Wyatt family at this point um but you know that'll do it here for w c w retro again <laughs> tune in every tuesday night um nine p m for in the room with Brady Hicks, and then we'll be right back here um next thursday night for w c w retro again keep stro papa stro in in your thoughts and prayers as it continues to get better. You know, and until next week, you know, we hope that everybody has a great night, and we thank you for listening, and, you know, everybody, God bless, and everybody have a great night.
2: Good night, everybody.
3: Hey, this is the Total Package. Lex Lever, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is... The VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out
0: In The Room.
3: Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in.
0: Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stroh Maestro, Caddy Fist, Matt Grimm. And you know what are doing too, right, Way? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. What? I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then I got Nothing get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation.
3: Yo, this is Jerry Stiles of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian, Knobs nah, here. am you're getting get nasty.
1: and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio
4: Network
3: on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Bill After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years.
0: Hey, talking totally here with
3: uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. Six one, two fifty five. 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And, uh, where's your hometown?
0: Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and, uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my. Own.
3: Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial free audio and video versions of our top podcasts.
4: Well, I
3: think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I don't want to say one thing. Bruno was a L.A. champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. Please go out there, and
0: once again, we're speaking here with, Bruno know, San Dino, first of all, how did you and Bruno
3: lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. You
0: have anything to do?
3: Well, yes, but the whole thing is just abuse. you. Rules, as I always understood and wanted to use the title, could only be lost by tenor or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the Worldwide Wrestling Federation. That's nice. Uh, it was. To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreoncom VOCNation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history.